I, I don't know if it's just me, but every single day I wake up and then I just get constant anxiety, I think. It's just seeing that I can't control what's happening around me. But right. uh, I found comfort in my friends who are also going through the same thing because yes, the whole world is a mess right now, but we have to get our shit together and finish our you know, last assignment. Hey guys, and welcome back to So What? We Smoke Pod. All right, so today um, I will be your host for today, um, Ivan, and we have Dylan and Sheila as um, joining us for today's podcast episode as well. Hello, hello, hello. As you guys might notice, Felicity is not here because she's a working lady and she has a lot of work to take care of, and maybe she'll join you guys uh, on the next episode of So What? We Smoke Pod. All right, so as per usual, um, or at least this is what we're trying to do to, you know, as a part of the podcast ritual, um, we're going to talk about the daily things that's been going on in our lives or recently, this past week, maybe. So maybe um, Dylan, Sheila, do you guys want to start? What have you guys been up to? Okay, let me start. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for me this week, it's a bit hectic, lots of deadline, but... We make it to the weekend, so it's fine. It's all good. How about you, Dil? Um, well, I'm partaking in a competition. Partaking. And, yeah, I, you have to get used to using a certain type mm, of lingo. Right. Just, you know, it's staying in character. Um, and it's also getting hectic because we're quickly approaching the, like, the date of the competition, the big one. So, yeah. Uh, it's not very fun, but I guess, you know, it's nice to take a break and just talk like now. Yeah. And our host, how has this week been for you? I mean, I think um, I've been taking it easier, of course, um, compared to the others because I am sort of still unemployed, although I'm doing some side jobs here and there. Um, I've been having quite a good time recently, actually. Um, just recently uh, made a new Spotify playlist. Mm, I've been digging right. this new genre. I'm finally on that any chill. Um, that city pop playlist. I finally made it. He's finally moving on to another genre. Yeah. Because even for the past, I don't know, like six months, a year, he's on this teenage angst Brit rock. <laughs> you know. <laughs> now he's finally moving on. Finally maturing. Finally maturing. Wait. So. You should explain first. What is it's city pop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's essentially you know these these um, if you guys watch like the eighties animes, um, you guys would listen to a lot of these um, poppy intro songs. Um, I mean, essentially, yeah, essentially, I think it's it's quite a Japanese genre. I think it's particularly, mm-hmm. but it's spread around the world, and I think it's gotten quite popular as well. The Indonesia, um, especially in the early 80s, late 70s, I think. Yeah. You know, I think uh, it has a distinct um, feel to it. Some of those low-key disco songs. Yeah. It's like really synth-heavy. And like it's always sung by these women with really huge puffy hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With the puffy (laughs) hair. And like really smiley with like um, a slightly blurry album picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wait, do you have any recommendations? Well, I think, um, I mean, I'm new to this genre, so uh, I can't really have 
I feel like I'm not worthy enough to suggest stuff. But um, one song that a lot of individuals agree, individuals, that, uh, you know, it's um, <laughs> the hallmark of the city pop genre would be Plastic Love by Oh, yeah. I think, of course. But I think there are some other Indonesian um, artists that you guys can check out. You guys like, for example, Faiz RM, I think. F A I Z R M. Yeah, um, it's quite mm-hmm. there to the genre. Although the Indonesian um, city pop artists, they're usually more in English. They're, they're less strict with the genre, I feel like. They tend to get to the ballad, you know, 80s ballad, Michael learns to rock genre as you go occasionally, which is. Not bad, of course. Like it's a classic. Everyone listens to Michael Learns to Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. What about you? That's not a dated reference. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's for my part, especially on the music, etc. Uh, what about you, Shiel? What are you listening to? Mm, yeah. I don't really listen to a lot of things. Oh well, come week. on. Mm, no, oh, but uh, oh, okay, okay. Um, I'm listening to Haley Williams of. Paramore, she comes out with a new album, and it's good. It's very indie, cottagecore, like some sort of stuff like that. But it's really good. Oh, and also Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars just came out with a new. I think it's a single. It's an album, but it, I think it's a genius, a genius duo for me. How about you, Dol? Um. Okay, well, I'm not very refined, so I just listen to whatever is popular, honestly. And uh, that basically means whatever is playing on TikTok right now, <laughs> I think. So for me, it's a weird blend of what's trending on TikTok and Hozier. Hozier. And that's my playlist, yeah, pretty much. Wait, I don't, I don't <laughs> see this coming at all. Like, is this you really, Dill? I thought you would be the one who listens to, like, I don't know, like, cool indie shit, like, pretentious stuff like that. Edgy. Wow. My God. Uh, I did not know that was the vibe I was doing <laughs> off, but okay. Uh, but yeah, apparently I'm not as pretentious as you thought I was. I'm just basic. But, like, basic That's is the- good, you know. There must be a reason why it it's be. so good and so popular amongst a lot of Definitely. people, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Actually, <laughs> you mentioning that uh, you listen to songs from TikTok reminds me of um, this one song I've found in a um, city pop playlist in Spotify. Um, and it's apparently mm-hmm. one of those um, really old, you know, okay, before TikTok, we had Vine, right? Oh, and, yeah. Right. Oh, back in the day. Exactly. Back in the day. <laughs> and apparently one of the city pop songs is one of those really popular Vine songs. It's the one that goes like I, the singer is called Kingo Hamada, I think. So King plus O, Kingo, and King Hamada, up. like H A M A D A, I guess. And it's the one where he goes. Doo, 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 doo. Wait, I want. Yeah, 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 I know. That's awesome. yeah, I, know. <laughs> I just realized that okay, when I listened to that, like, wait a second, I've heard of this before. But yeah. Oh my God, the cultural impact. Exactly, it's crazy, right? But yeah, I. I think it's it's pretty crazy how you know um, all of these really ancient stuff is keep coming back because of TikTok, because of Vine, like it's it's everywhere. It's always there. Yeah, I wonder how they find it. Like, do you think like their parents are listening to it, and then they're like, oh shit, you know this bangs, yeah. and they stick it in their TikToks or? Yeah, I, I think mean, so. Yeah, could be. 
I, I don't know though because I know okay, one of the more popular TikTok songs or I think Vine Yuga maybe either one is Inikan Two Door Cinema Club I think it's the uh, it's the one where they have like I mean correct me if I'm wrong guys but I think it's about okay, the butt slap thing okay, the like, no, no, wait, okay, either butt slapping or cheek slapping <laughs> either one either one I, I don't know cheek slapping yeah, what? Like, no it's, it's, it's pretty weird but like they had like that song like they have two drum beats like in rapid succession it's just like pap pap da 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 something like that oh yeah, but, yeah. my god you call that <laughs> butt slapping I think you know because I've seen a video of someone doing it with the butt slap I think which is is it the Spider-Man butt slap thing maybe maybe <laughs> okay I'm this is not sure Yeah, yeah, like that's. So. I think that's pretty. That's pretty weird because I don't think parents from the '80s or '90s they listen to this, this this kind of song. It's like more 2010s. It's pretty weird, actually. Pretty interesting. I guess so. People have always been weird, though, regardless of the decade. So, I mean, yeah, with the puffy hairs and then butt slapping in the next 20 years, you know, it can be very creative. Exactly. Yeah. So today's topic um, is actually we, we we agreed on talking about friendships during COVID nineteen and the COVID nineteen pandemic. As you guys would know, with COVID nineteen comes a lot of hardships. A lot of people, you know, they they have to go through things they wouldn't have to go through under normal circumstances. People lose their jobs, maybe, or you know, lose their loved ones. But I think it's an equally serious problem as well for everyone, um, especially when it comes to friendships during COVID nineteen, because it's just Um, different. It's it's a different set of circumstances. You can't really go out with your friends anymore, mm, and you can't really talk under normal circumstances without any pressure of you know wearing your masks and whatnot, and really paying attention to these um, really important health protocols. By the way, um, and this is not to say, of course, that this lessens the gravity of the other kinds of hardships, but um, this is just to say that. I think, and we think, I think everyone would agree that this is equally important to talk about. So maybe yeah. um, we can talk about, um, I know for sure that we aren't exactly exemplary when it comes to friendships, but maybe Dylan or Sheila, do you guys want to start? Yeah, sure. Let me start. Um, I completely agree with what Ethan said before. Uh, I think for today's episode, we're just trying to share our story Um, what we faced uh, last year or the past year. But for me, um, because of the pandemic, I think last year it was supposed to be a lot of changes for me because, and Ifan as well, I think, because last year was my last year as a student as uh, in university. And then uh, the second half of the 2020 was me trying to figure out you know, how to enter the so-called adulthood. And it was just a very confusing time for me because because it's my last year in uni. I was planning to, you know, enjoy it with my friends, to go out more. And then, well, because of COVID, we can't really do that. So it, it changes the dynamics for sure because I think it, because in uni, you go out almost every day with your friends, you see them on a daily basis in class. And then after that, you get lunch, you get dinner, you do your assignments with them. 
um, in cafes and restaurants. So yeah, it, it it was a really confusing time for me. How about you, Del? Um, yeah, I mean, it was also a transitional period for me because I was starting university right as the you know pandemic started, and uh, but for me, I, I'm like a really big introvert. Like I'm not. It's not that I'm a big person who's also an introvert. It's that uh, I'm quite introverted. That's what I meant to say. And uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I wasn't super affected by it. And um, especially in comparison to like a lot of other people who had it way worse. I, I felt fine about the whole thing. I mean, I didn't get to meet a lot of, uh, you know, new university students. You know, the first time you see them is through a screen. And uh, I don't know. It's just it's more weird than anything else. Yeah, that was, that's really interesting, though, Dale, because I think Ifan and I, we started uni, uh, like, you know, like the normal stuff, meet a lot of people in class. But for you, it was through yeah. your virtual um, Zoom meetings. Like, how how is it? How, how, how do you, I don't know, um, mingle? <laughs> is that a cool word? Like, you know, you know, like, how do you get to know your friends? Yeah. You kind of don't actually, now I think about it, like of all the people in my class, like I don't think that I've formed any like real bonds. I, I don't know what the word is, but like the people I'm closer with are the people that I'm participating in the competition with because like those people I do see uh, every day. Um, but for the others, not really. You just see them during the hours of your class and outside of that, Maybe you just tell them or ask them, you know, hey, do we have homework? And that's it. Right. So, yeah, it's different is what it's it is. It's definitely different. Yeah, I think yeah. I think I say because I remember um, our first year of Sega. It was actually, I met Sheila by coincidence, you got in our first year. Um, I didn't really know her before, but um, I remember I was just sitting outside in the hallways and um, my friend, my other friend was with Sheila and then he just came up to me and, you know, like these, these things wouldn't really happen in a virtual. Yeah. Setting. Yeah. 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 Totally. Right? And it's, it's super different because then you can also, you know, sometimes you form opinions of your friends, for example, like, Oh, I think this guy's this, I think this, this girl's this way, that way. I, I don't think you, you do that. You, you form opinions on other people because, you know, you, you, you've communicated with them directly. Most of the times you do it because of how, you know, from what you observe from these people, right? Maybe these people talk a lot during class. Maybe these people ask a lot of questions during class. Um, but again, you don't really have that in the virtual setting, right? You don't really queue with them, for example, in a line trying to buy some food. It's completely different. And definitely, I think, mm -hmm. I think unfortunately, that's an experience that you missed out on, Dylan. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, yeah, I, it's it's not... I don't know. I mean, like, this is also, it's just interesting, I guess. I mean, when you, you can look at it from the perspective of, I got to experience this one really weird thing that no one else will ever be able, will be able to say that they experienced, I guess, maybe. And um, I don't know. It's just interesting in the Chinese sense of the word. <laughs> yeah. Chinese sense of the word? Yeah, yeah. You know, like that, there's that uh, saying, may you live in interesting times. Mm. I, it's like a, ah, okay. Have you ever have you heard that uh, saying? Not me, I think at least. No. Oh, 
Oh well, it's like a it's like a Chinese saying, and I can say that because I'm, I'm I'm Chinese. I'm Asian. <laughs> this claim very Asian. Chinese. It's not. I don't know. It just sounds kind of racist if it were coming from anyone else. But it was like a really weird backhanded compliment. It was sort of an insult, I guess, because to them, interesting meant mm, interesting you know, like that. Unpredictable. Yeah, you know, it was unpredictable. It was like, yeah. So it was interesting in that sense, I think. How about you, though, Fun? Like. How was it last year? I think it's definitely interesting, equally as interesting <laughs> for me, you guys, say, because like Sheila, I missed out on my graduation, for example, right? Right. We don't. We don't really have graduation, do oh, we? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and I think it's it's sort of I missed on it get twice because I, I joined like a dual degree program. I'm supposed to have like two graduations, but I missed out on both of them. And it's a bit of a pity because I've made f um, a lot of friends from both sides. So it's it's just unfortunate that I can't really mingle with them and hang out with them during our graduation day, congratulating each other. However boring it may sound, you know, it's a bit, you know, sometimes you get tired of like shaking hands with people saying the same thing over and over again. But really, um, as much as it's ceremonial, I think it's also, I think it's also important in a, in a, in a, in a small way, you know, I think in a small way it cheers cheers people up right yeah and yeah you miss out on these sort of small things fortunately this also got me thinking though because uh during our third year i think i was so adamant on why do we have to go to graduations you know having to <laughs> yeah. right I, I was yeah. i was in that phase i think i, I told you in Feli, i was like why, why do we have to bother to even i don't know like book a dress book a makeup artist like I was that yeah. that kind of girl and I don't really want to go to graduation but then when the day of the graduation I was feeling a bit mm, you know I, I see what people are saying you know the the whole yeah. celebration the whole um with your friends with your family like now I get it like after the graduation because before I was like why do people hype about graduation so much like why do we why did they prepare so much for graduation day? It was just a day, you know, like, yay, finally free of college. Now I don't know what to do after this, something like that, right? But yeah. then it was a bit of a pity, see, for sure. And you don't really get to buy like um, the, you know, um, because graduation in Ugeem, you know, um, it's it's pretty hot usually, okay, the weather, right? Normally. <laughs> And usually okay, around the graduation venues, you have like these vendors selling okay, the ice drinks and the um, small electronic fans. You don't really get to, you know, experience that too. Like maybe like just buying something from them and then just talking a little bit with them too. Maybe, I don't know, just these small things. Like, yeah. Miss out on. I think our, our real experience of graduation was Feli's graduation. So it wasn't yeah. really ours. Like it was Feli's graduation. And then we get to see Feli with her family and then her friends as well. Mm -hmm. Although it's incredibly hot. I got to agree with that. But <laughs> it's just the festivity of it that yes, I kind of miss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> completely agree. I think it's the same thing as well. Okay. Even okay, removed from the graduation um, context here. I think it's the same thing with going out with friends, for example. I mean, sure, you know, we live in a virtual time. We have Zoom, we have Google Meet. We can really always video call someone. But um, it's just different, isn't it, from just going out to friends to a cafe, 
like sitting around talking about nothing is different. Yeah, it it looks um I don't know. It seems a bit trivial, you know. We, we can go out, we can meet our friends, because I mean, compared to other people, I can't really say that this is the worst thing that happened to me because mm-hmm. you know because of the circumstances. But um, when the pandemic hits, like on March last year, um, I suddenly had to, you know, don't really go out. I can't meet my friends. It's just weird because we used to spend time together on a daily basis. I see I see them every day, um, especially because we lived in Jogja, so we live nearby. So I just I can't go. I can go with them like every day and then let's just hang out. But then suddenly it, it's not a thing anymore. And then I think it's for me last year was confusing and a bit heartbreaking, I think, because it was our last year. Um, I thought that we're going to spend it. You know, we really wanted to enjoy our time as um, as last year student. And then before we have to go back to our parents' places, before we have to, you know, uh, look for jobs, and we don't really have that much time together, right? Yeah, and then, yeah. Yeah, and then I have to see, because I stayed in Jogja until September, I think, after graduation. But most of my friends decided to uh, go back earlier. So it's just weird to see them leave one by one and then having to say goodbye to them. Although, of course, you can see them, you know, in Jakarta. But, like, it's different, right? Because I think for me, out of you, Ivan and Dylan, uh, I lived there for four years. So I became attached to it. It felt like a, a, it felt like home to me. And then um, last year, I had to go back, back to Jakarta, right? Alone. It, it, was, it, was just a, it was just a weird time, I guess. Yeah, but how about you though, Dill? Like, how how do you find? Because you know, for me, uh, last year kan cuma skripsi aja. Jadi kayak I didn't experience the whole uh, school from home. Like, how how is it? Like, how is school? Um. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of uh, what you were talking about just now. There's a lot of that feeling. But for me, I'm I'm trying to look at it from the you know the little wins perspective. Like there are a bunch of little wins. Like I don't have to. Like initially, I didn't have to even move to Jogja. Like I was um, attending school from Jakarta, and uh, I could just wake up literally minutes between the uh, before the class began, and then just and then for a lot of people, they just don't even turn on the cameras. So they just wake up to join the class, and then that's it for them. And I guess to them, I guess that's a win. I would say that might be a win. And uh, it's obviously not to say that the situation is a you know a good one in any way. I'm just saying like, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like that's just um, a small way of looking at it. So it's not so overwhelming. And uh, besides that, and uh, I don't know, classes are, well, I mean, classes are classes. You know, I don't know what else is there to be said about that. yeah i don't know obviously interactions down because obviously the professor in a normal class can just point at you and say you know answer this question cold call or i mean yeah yeah they could even punch you if you were smoking in their class whoa gotta cut that out out. (laughs) maybe maybe not i mean 
I really don't know because I, I I don't know about this thing, right? Never happened to me before. It's it was a hypothetical, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it could have happened. Speaking. If someone did do it, mm-hmm. hey, maybe you know. Yeah. Something. Sure. Yeah, maybe like kick him or punch him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but obviously we don't have that element anymore. Everyone just turns off their cameras, and suddenly, like the meanest of teachers, suddenly become like beggars. P- please turn on your cameras, guys. I'm so lonely. And I don't know. It's just, it's weird. But yeah, that's, that's I guess, what it's like in school. Right. Yeah. I get what you mean, see. And I think you're pretty lucky as well when it comes to the um, orientation time, orientation period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, get, definitely. Get, like a lot of the Indonesian universities have quite um, sophisticated, let's say, wow. um, orientation program, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. usually you have to bring, uh, I mean, under normal circumstances, yeah, not the virtual um times not in the virtual times um you have to make your own pom-poms for example like the cheerleading thing um out of okay. tali raffia like the uh the plastic ropes and then you have to um have like one of those up tapping i don't know how you, you translate that into english like the yeah. farmer's <laughs> hat you know the, the, the thing that people usually wear in the rice fields and you have to paint it in with a certain color and you have to yeah, there's a lot of preparations to make, and you don't really have to go through all of these because, again, there's no use for it. But at the same time, I feel like that's that's definitely a win, I think, for you. But at the same time, you're also missing out on the sort of the fruits of your labor sort of a reward that that that, that waits for you at the end of this whole um, unnecessary but regardless pretty fun preparations because then you're you know. One tradition the game is you have you're going to be part of like a big big picture made up of thousands of cardboards um held up by students like for example like like i mean in essence you're going to be a pixel in like a big picture like um, they're going to take a picture from okay, high up um looking down and everyone's going to hold up like a card yeah, piece of cardboard with different colors and mm-hmm. it's going to form a picture, and you don't really, you don't really have that experience. You don't get to be part of that, although it's unnecessary again. But I think it's a pretty fun experience too. Like looking back, you know, it's something like, man, it was pretty cool there actually. Although it was really tiring, but that's pretty cool. I, I understand like the sentimental aspect of that, but when I'm hearing that, all I'm thinking is just sweatiness. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think that's like, I don't know, I I, I get it. But I also am like really glad I didn't have to go through that. Yeah, I, I definitely understand that too. I remember thinking, yeah, my God, yeah, it's always hot all the time. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I guess of course there are certain things that comes like positive outcomes from this whole, you know, um, virtual friendship setting. Tapi at the same time, I think in equal parts you also have things that you miss out on so i don't know if that means that it works out well um at the end but i think um it's definitely something to keep in mind i guess to just keep a balanced view on on this whole covid 19 friendship thing mm-hmm. yeah so I, i'm, I'm kind of curious how do you guys maintain your uh, friendships considering that you can't see these people like in person anymore mm-hmm. like Cause like for me, I, I just like send memes, and like, it's just like every day, it's just a back and forth of memes. Yeah, it was definitely uh, 
a transition for me sih. Karena kan biasanya I see them a lot on a daily basis, right? So we don't really have to chat with each other because we, you know, we we're going to meet anyway in class or after class. So it was definitely weird at first for me because uh, now we because we can't see each other, you know, face to face. So we have to chat on them, uh, chat chat on them, yeah, chat on them, and then uh, maybe like Zoom meetings. Because at mm-hmm. first, uh, I remember in March, right? That's when this thing happened. Uh, in March, I was deep in denial. So because I thought, okay, things are are getting very very bad, but this will get better in like two or three months. Well, mm-hmm. who's laughing now? But at that time um i i was trying to grasp the situation because we see the news every single day so i don't really chat with my friends because i just don't want to um darken the mood i think so yeah i was it was not a good time but i think because of um covid as well uh It's, this is before I knew you, Adil. So I think two, uh, once every two weeks, once every three weeks, um, me, Ifan, and Feli, we used to have like Zoom meetings just to talk about, um, I don't know, random stuff. So it kind of helps a bit for me, see. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think... Um... I think yeah, but but definitely I think it's also something because it's just, here's the thing. Okay, I've always been, apa ya, um, a little bit annoyed, especially if I hang out with someone, okay, going out like the cafes or something, but everyone's just on their phones. I mean, I like how in virtual meetings you actually get this sort of urgency, right? You you don't really do this all the time. Like you have to. Sp- okay, spend the time wisely with your friends this time. You can't just sit around and do nothing. And I think at the very least, you have okay, more of that sense of urgency. And that's why I usually care. Okay, I like how, you know, in Zoom meetings, people talk more. And um, we get to catch up okay, more juga on more stuff. Although, at the same time, it also means that we run out of things to s- talk about, like, at a quicker pace. Yeah, but for me, I think that's the that's the unique part of, you know, video meeting as well. Because sometimes, yeah, uh, I... I I talk with my girlfriends and then we just don't talk. Like we just want to know that they're here virtually, you know? Hmm. And then, well, of course we talk, tapi kayak enggak yang dua jam, you know, full on conversation. Sometimes we just want to see them and then we, we just want to, you know, feel like they're here, although they're not. But like, <laughs> sometimes it's also, it's also nice, you know, just, just to see them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Sheila has girlfriends, yeah. <laughs> no, it's like my girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, Girl yeah we get it definitely. Mm-hmm. Girlfriends, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's really fine, shit. But I, 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 I totally get what you were saying. What you guys were both saying, because I think when you're doing it virtually, you're kind of you have to put an effort, and it's a much more conscious effort than just happening to be in the same room and then having to say something or do something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm the only one, right? Like you have to make a link. Yeah. You have to ask them, yeah. schedule your time for me. Yeah. And yeah. So it's a lot more worth it, maybe. Mm-hmm. It feels that way at least. So yeah. 
But how yeah. do you? I, I was interested because, uh, uh, in your opinion, tadi Dil, because for us during our first year, kan, we we kind of have to. We were forced to see and introduce ourselves to make new friends because I think for for me because, uh, my high school friends we don't attend the same the same university, so I have to find new friends. But how about you though, Dil? Like, how 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 do you guys make new friends like do do you make new friends or like <laughs> like you know it's just you, you know what it's just my college friends we just attend the same classes so then that's it gitu. um i actually happen to have like one of my high school friends also went to the same also went to you know the university that we're going to now uh so i did get a lot of help from him in the beginning so during orientation i didn't really have the pressure to make new friends. It's not that I didn't want to. I did make a couple of friends, but it was just because like, oh, have you done this assignment? No, well, you can do this a lot easier if you maybe check out this website or something. And the people that I talked to then, I don't really talk to now. <laughs> and uh, that's the thing about like university, like it builds friendships out of necessity, like out of just seeing them so often that this acquaintanceship becomes more than that. So again the friendships that last are the ones that um yeah like that's the weird thing about any social relationship is that it's very dependent on proximity on just being in the same general area as another person so i didn't answer your question i just realized that no it's fine it's fine because <laughs> of course it's a it's a confusing time because it's it is, virtual yeah. right it's just weird mm-hmm. if you chat them like hey i'm your friend like i attend <laughs> classes that's That's a bit creepy in compared to, you know, if it's like face to face, like just shake hand, like, hi, my name is blah, blah, blah. Nice to meet you. Yeah. yeah. To think about it again, it's, it's, it's very confusing, though. That's why I was really curious, like, how do you make friends? And especially as a freshman, yeah. I mean, if, mm-hmm. if, it's an, if it's your second year, third year, then you've built that friendship as a freshman, yeah. right? Or maybe you make new friends, like, I don't know, but like, generally speaking as a second year student third year you you know your circle already right but like mm-hmm. as a freshman you're just starting to build your circle so it's it's an interesting time indeed tapi when apa ya I, I, i'm just really interested in that in that part where you said you know f- friendship is built on necessity and how friendship ends i i don't know though i think friendship does never really ends I mean, you can be friends with your acquaintances. You go, of course, like different levels of friends, but acquaintances are still technically your friends. And I don't think you can really have a friendship end before you actually deliberately end it. Like, as in make it clear, right? Okay, you're not my friend anymore. We're not acquainted anymore, something like that. I think as as long as no one does that, the friendship still goes on, I think. And I think that's something that I came to realize you guys. I mean, I can be not in contact, not in touch with someone for five years, six years. And if um, I contact him or he contacts me, um, we'd still, you know, catch up essentially, right? We're, we're still friends. And that's the beauty of it, I think. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's a really sweet way of looking at it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that because I think because I graduated as well, like we don't, me and um, my friends back in the university days, We don't really talk every day, but I just, yeah, because of course everyone has their own thing going on. You can't, you can't really 
talk like 24-7 like we used to, but um, I still see them as friends. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You mentioned like uh, different levels of friends. And I was curious, like, what, what do you think are the different levels of friends? Oh, uh, this is controversial. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's not something like strictly, you know, everyone has the same thought on. But what do you think? But. Do you have any? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know for sure, like, for example, I can have, like, acquaintances, like, people I've met only, like, once or maybe even never. It's, like, a sort of mutual friend of some sorts. And I can have, like, friends, like, people I meet that quite often to the point where we're actually really well acquainted with, with each other. Like, for example, my classmates, I consider them as my friends because, well, we're in the same class together and whatnot. And there are really, really good friends, I feel like, in general. Where I don't know, you just you just hang out with them a lot of the times, and you feel like okay, you just have more expectations with this group of people. So <clears throat> yeah, I said that. Um, more expectations for for my really really good friends. If you know someone out there, uh, yeah, just just know that I have expectations. Wow. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, I mean on a serious note, I feel like, I mean normally you would of course, okay, if you want to go out. Um, you'd expect your really good friends to okay, go out with you uh, more than, for example, you expect your acquaintances or your uh, like regular friends to go out with you, for example. I think it's quite fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? I think because we're not in high school anymore or like in junior high. And for me personally, because I don't really, I'm not really a social person. So it's hard for me to make friends. Um, but I'd like to keep my circle like just a few friends that uh, I really trust. And we don't really have to talk every day, but I just know that uh, I got their back, they got my back. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think for me, that's what, <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just a few close friends is okay for me. But of course, you know, like the old saying, kamu harus berteman dengan siapa saja. So like, Hey, I super agree with that philosophy because I feel like there's a there's a lot of stigma to just be friendly. To, you know, and this is sort of where I clash with a lot of people uh, where they're like, you have to be just friendly to everybody regardless of how they are. Uh, but I'm more of the idea that you should just have a few close friends. Like you don't have to be friends with everybody. And it is hard making friends. Like a lot of people are like, um, I don't know. They just think that everyone should be a social butterfly and everyone should have a ton of friends. But that's just not true. You know, there are just some people that you click with, some people you don't, mm. and some people you really click with. So, yeah, it's perfectly fine just to have a smaller circle. It's perfectly fine to admit, you know, it's hard to find another Lego piece that clicks with your own. So, yeah, it's a perfectly valid philosophy to have. Valid yeah, and I think especially during this pandemic, um, for me especially last year yeah because even without the whole pandemic thingy um because it's my last year we were supposed to um go back to our uh, parents house go back to our hometowns so of course we don't get to see each other that much anymore after graduation but i found myself because of the pandemic uh i i don't like to say this word but I try to make some time to, you know, um, check up on my friends more. Mm-hmm. And then because we don't get to see each other um, on a daily basis, 
So mm-hmm. and I think because also last year because I have to finish my scripty. <laughs> so <laughs> during I think on uh, on March, right? It was March. Yeah, during that one month I was I don't really have that much energy, you know. It's just I don't it's, it was it fatigue or it's just me being overwhelmed by the news by the I, I don't know if it's just me but every single day I wake up and then I just get constant anxiety I think it's just seeing that I can't control what's happening around me but right. uh I found comfort in my friends who are also going through the same thing because yes the whole world is a mess right now but we have to get our shit together and finish our you know last assignment so for me um last year uh i think uh, i asked my friends to um do their scripts with me yes ifan is one of them i literally dragged him every single day let's do our scripts because i think um although i can control what's happening around me i can't control who i'm going to meet with that day or who i'm going to talk with that day and i know that my friends are also there you know um we can just talk about everything although the world was really crazy last year still as well um but at least it's nice to just have someone or several people to rely on mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. i totally agree definitely mm-hmm. And I think we can um, sort of use that as a closing note of today's episode because I think we're running sort of over time. <laughs> I agree with Sheila completely. I think it's it's that's a really sweet note to end on, right? That mm-hmm. I mean, regardless of the pandemic, regardless of uh, the hardships it brings up, I, 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 it doesn't really change that one thing, which is that it's always nice to have you know, other people, you know, to know that you're really good friends they have their your back always and yeah you don't really lose them or at least you can always try to you know talk with them all the time during like with the zoom chat and whatnot just catch up with them hey potheads felicity here hope you liked today's episode Next week, the trip is going to talk about the astrology fever among millennials and Gen Z and why you should probably think twice before pulling the Zodiac card in a conversation. Show your support by following us on Instagram at WeSmokePod and thanks so much for listening.